Hello and welcome to the Boiler Upload podcast. I'm Casey Bartley and I have an exciting guest with me today, uh, former Purdue player Ryan Klein. Ryan, how are you today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate you coming on. Um, I think let's just jump into it. Purdue, number one for a week, now number four, Maui victory. What have you seen from them as a, as a team this year? A lot of the same pieces, obviously, but add Lance Jones, add a couple dynamic freshmen. Yeah, I mean, to, to start, um, especially in Maui, you know, against Tennessee and Gonzaga, and I feel like we didn't really shoot the ball very well, but we found way, just ways to keep putting, uh, uh, keep putting up points. And um, I thought our defense has been great, um, especially throughout the whole Maui tournament. Um, and then finally, you, you see the ball going in the bucket a little bit more against Marquette. Um, but just finding ways to win early on. Uh, like I said in that tournament when we just weren't shooting it very well but um, being able to come away with that trophy is really special considering the field and um, and I hope Purdue fans are enjoying um, enjoying the ride so far because I know I am it's just been just been a lot of fun to watch those guys and um, they've uh, they've played really well collectively um, throughout the first couple games but um, obviously the Northwestern loss was a tough one. Um, you feel like everything they put up, they were just, the, the ball was going in and, um, I feel like losing Lance defensively was tough. Um, I thought he was doing a great job on Bowie and, um, Bowie ended up, you know, kind of getting hot there towards the end. And, um, I, I, I was super, super happy with our execution, um, down a couple and, you got three seconds left. I mean, paint draws up an unbelievable out of bounds play. And uh, it's just, it's, it's fun to see um, all all these guys come together. Braden Smith has been great. I think Lance Jones is an unbelievable um, ad for our team. And um, the, the most exciting thing I think is um, obviously our starters have been great, but I think guys coming off the bench and being able to produce has been, uh, has been special so far this year. And uh, everyone's kind of just accept, accepting their role. And they they know that, you know, they know their strengths, but they especially know their weaknesses and to stick to their strengths. And um, it's been uh, it's been a lot of fun to watch. Sir. I'm, I'm having fun watching these guys. Yeah, you mentioned the bench production. Uh, some of that is the two freshmen, Miles Colvin and Camden Heidi. You made an impact your freshman year on a team that was pretty well established. How hard is that? And what are some of the difficulties of just coming in as a new to college transitioning and how do you make an impact on the court that early? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like I said, kind of sticking to your strengths and knowing your weaknesses and um, what you can and can't do. The, the one thing that, you know, I, I wish I kind of did, and I think I did a decent job of it when I first came in was just kind of swallow your pride. You know, it's, you, you go from being a top, um, a, a top high school player and, you know, you think you're just um, better than the best, but, you know, when, when you get to college, you're just average again, you know, you, you got to start from the bottom and, um, and, and you got to figure out ways to get yourself on the court. And that's, especially in painter system, taking care of the ball, doing your job and, uh, and playing good defense. And it, if you do those couple of things, you'll be able to get, get on the court and show what you can do. Um, but, but don't, it, it's it's strange. <laughs> it's strange because 
um, you, you just, you get to have that production, but you can't really, you know, take it for granted because paint, it, he'll trust you if you can do those, do those <laughs> couple things. Do you remember a particularly humbling experience when you uh, <laughs> first stepped onto campus or went up against college guys? Um, going up against Rayville Davis every day was hard. <laughs> he was, uh, he, he's an all big 10 defensive guy and, mm. you know, he'll, he'll really show you that, you know, you're, you're, you're in the big leagues now. <laughs> How long did it feel like you, I guess I'll phrase it more this way. What have you seen from Matt? Painter's offense and how it's evolved from where it was when you're that you were there to now just you know five years later well um it's funny I actually look at the board and I still see some of the same places <laughs> I, um I'll, I'll call it out if I'm like watching with my dad or something mm-hmm. um but yeah it, it really hasn't I mean the personnel's changed you know you, right we, we didn't have Zach Eady in there um just just being an unbelievable option you know if it were up to me I'd throw it to him every play Um, (laughs) but that's that's just me you know guys um if I I really haven't seen like a huge evolution um I I think that um from our perspective you know when I was playing um we we would run a lot of plays for for threes because I mean, that's just kind of who we were as a team. You know, we were right. we were a good three-point shooting team. And um, I, I think with these guys now, it looks almost more maybe like they're moving into like an NBA kind of thing because they're, mm-hmm. they're setting a lot of ball screens. And um, Braden has been unbelievable with the ball in his hands. And just from a decision-making standpoint and being able to make plays himself, um, that, that's what I've seen is a lot more ball screen action. And um, a lot less, you know, double and triple screens. It's more of coming off triple handoffs, coming off, coming off ball screens and being able to make plays in that way. And I think um, maybe not as much uh, Lance, but Braden and uh, Foster and or Fletcher. Fletcher. <laughs> Fletcher. Um, but, yeah, they, they've been able to make good decisions with the ball in their hands. And um, like I said, if it were up to me and – Pink could throw the ball on Zach every play. I would do it. I, you played with some pretty damn good big men, but have you ever seen anything like Zach Eady as Purdue prepares to go up to Toronto, back to his home home city? Just how big and how good he's been. Yeah, he's he's been amazing, and um, you know I'm I'm so happy for him just because I remember watching him when he was playing behind Travion, and no one really knew who he was, and he was you know whatever. BS ranking he was in uh, in high school, um, but he's just came such a long way. And from what I've heard, and you know, I've talked to his mom a little bit whenever I go to the games. But um, that's that's more of just you know, kind of me and her talking, and she'll you know say say some things about Zach every now and then. But um, he just came so far, and and it's really it, it's it's a testament to how how good of a guy he is and how hard he works. Um, no, I did not play with a guy like Zach. He, I think he <laughs> deserves so far to be the, what is it? The third, um, back-to-back yeah. player of player of the year. I think right. so far he's, he's, uh, he's on a good run for that. And I don't think there's anybody more deserving. 
And at the other end, Braden Smith has really seemed to take a leap this year. What have you seen from his guard play and just that kind of dynamic ability to handle the ball and make the right decision consistently? Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's the same thing with uh, him in high school. You know, it wasn't really um, very highly ranked, but he's come into Painter's system and he's done so well. And, um, you know, you just can't say enough about the guy. He's been so good, whether it comes to offense or defense. You know, he's just making – making all the right plays, and he's been really special um, with the ball in his hands. Now, P.J. Thompson, someone you're familiar with, obviously. I believe you crossed over for two years, three years? Three years. Three years. Are you surprised to see him next to Matt Painter uh, on the offensive staff? No, not at all, especially <laughs> coming from his – so his dad used to train me growing up in high oh, school okay. and throughout in college, so – um pj was always trying to persuade me to come to purdue when he was committed and um obviously did a good job um but no i i'm not surprised at all uh, he's just got such an unbelievable basketball mind and coming from a family that just lives and breathes basketball um it's he, he's very deserving his his mom tanya has gone to every game she's the best and um <laughs> You know, I, I remember watching LaSalle, his dad, coaching, um, coaching his, his, uh, his indie ice team from when I was in like fifth and sixth grade. So he, he just, he lives and breathes basketball. He loves Purdue. And, um, and I, I, I hope I just see him rise up the ranks because he's, uh, he's an unbelievable basketball mind, but he's an awesome person and an awesome guy to be around. So does he take more after his dad or Painter when it comes to coaching style? That's a good question. <laughs> I it, his dad was a big player development guy. Okay. So I I don't I don't know much about his coaching style, but gotcha. I mean you're you're not gonna you're not gonna learn behind anybody <laughs> than than Matt Painter. And I know when when you learn behind paint that you're also gonna have a good time doing it. Um, <laughs> he's uh, I it's cool to see him calling the plays being like the offensive coordinator, um, so to speak, and uh, kind of filling like the Greg Gary role when I was there um, at such a young age. I mean, he's right. He's doing great. And uh, and he's just he, he lives and breathes pretty basketball. And I'm, I'm more than happy for him. Matt Painter has been particularly um praiseworthy of Zach this week. Uh, he's had a couple answers at Maui and then the other day about just how he needs to coach for him in this Toronto game. And just <laughs> what kind of player coach is Painter? I mean, that's a term that's tossed around there, but what does that mean on his level and what he does for you guys while you're in school, after, while he's recruiting you? Um. I, I mean, it's it's kind of a loaded question, but um, it, it's just he he knows he knows he, he's been in our shoes, I, I guess, is kind of the best way that I can describe mm -hmm. it. Um, he's he's been a he's been a player before at the university. You know, he, he knows what we go through on a day to day basis and uh, not not a lot of guys can relate or not a lot of coaches can relate to that um, from that exact perspective. And he, he just got an awesome personality. I mean, he, he's just so much fun to be around a great, um, 
a great person, a great leader, and um, someone you feel like you can go and talk to when, you know, there there are darker times or or tough times you're going through. Um, He's not just always there for, you know, when everything's great. Um, Mm -hmm. Say like a guy who's, you know, ninth ninth uh, on the team and only gets like five or six minutes and you know you, you feel like you can go talk to him and just say hey what, what what do I have to do better in order to see the floor more so I, I feel like being able to to talk to your coach and um, be a realist and where you are um, in your development he's he's more than willing to help um, but like I said he's just very very easy to talk to, very, uh, very easy to get along with. And when, when he talks about basketball, I feel like everybody <laughs> just kind of turns their head and, and listens to what he has to say yeah. because um, he's, he's been so successful and he's won so many Big Ten championships. And, um, you know, he's, he's a guy that I, I will have nothing but high praise for and uh, will want to continue my relationship with him um, for as long as he's at Purdue. Yeah, I, you kind of touched a little bit on just that sacrifice of minutes. You are someone who came in, you shot, you made, what, 43s your freshman year, 43s your sophomore year, 40 your junior year. You were capable of being a starter probably at about every other Big Ten school at the time. What makes that sacrifice worth it, and how do you get through day by day knowing you're not playing as much as you probably want to be? Um, well, I mean, winning championships, that's, mm-hmm. that's the ultimate goal. I mean, I, I always thought I was a good player. Did I ever think I was an NBA player? Not, not necessarily. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I, I thought I could have gone and had a good career overseas. Mm-hmm. Um, if I feel like my body didn't kind of shut down, but you know, it's, it's the championships, it's the winning. Um, I, I came from Carmel high school and we, we had essentially, I mean, Keegan Culp was a D1 guy. Um, Zach McRoberts was a D1 guy. But um, ever since I came in, we, we just won. I mean, we won like four or lost four games my freshman year. I think I lost like less than 10, 10 total games in high school. So it, it's just I wanted to be a part of a winning culture. That's just how I was. That's how I'll always be is I just want to win no matter – what I do. Um, so I, I knew that me not being the best or um, not seeing the floor as much was a sacrifice because there were guys that were better and um, and we we could all come together and collectively win a championship. And that's what we did while I was there. And I have no regrets in that aspect. Yeah. I think that's definitely one of the themes this season. What do you see from Purdue's bench this year? You've mentioned it a couple of times, just like the things that you really like about what they have that Painter can go to. Well, I mean, given Zacharias with Caleb first, who's Indiana's <laughs> Mr. Basketball is always a nice start. Um, <laughs> and then Gillis um, coming in and playing the four and having awesome production. I think we're like, like 26 and three or something when he has 10 plus points, something like that. Um mm-hmm. So, I mean, he's been really good. Um, you know, who who else do you see? Um, Ethan came off and then the true freshman. Yeah, Ethan's been good. He's been good on the defensive end. And then um, Miles has been great. 
Um, he hasn't shot the ball great the last couple of games, but I mean, you know, would have had that confidence coming in and just letting it fly whenever you're open. I mean, I don't necessarily remember he was recruited for um, for how good of a shooter he was, but man, he he proved me wrong early on. Um, so just just being able to be comfortable and like I said, kind of swallow your pride and and realize that you're part of a system that is winning, and you just need to do whatever you can um, in order to to see the court and um, continue to gain paints trust because I mean if you can do that then you'll see the court more and you'll have more opportunities um, and you know it's it's tough to get on the court um, when your team is you know top five in the country all the time. Purdue's got two big non-conference games left going up to Toronto to play Alabama then probably a matchup with number one Arizona and Indy in two weeks. What are you looking for to see in these next couple of weeks headed into Big Ten play full-time? Uh, I'm just looking looking at them to find more ways to win. I mean, um, if if they didn't have a couple of bounces go not their way in the Northwestern game, they'd still be number one. They'd still be undefeated. Um, but I'm really just looking for him to play hard and kind of bounce back from that loss. Uh, we, we've already proven ourselves, you know, we play a couple more top 15 teams, potentially number one. Mm-hmm. I mean, our, our schedule has already been a complete gauntlet and I, I respect, um, Painter and the schedulers for, for kind of changing that because when I was there, we didn't play like, <laughs> any like top five teams right. early on or anything. So I think he was kind of sick of people saying that we don't play anybody. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. We've played, um, we've played a gauntlet of teams. So I, I'm just, I'm excited. I'm not really looking, looking to, to see anything special. I'm just enjoying the ride as a fan. Fair enough. What uh, final question, then I'll let you get out of here. Why is it so, what is so different about big 10 conference play? Um, but you've got a taste of it, obviously at Northwestern, then Iowa comes here. What is it about just Big Ten play and conference about teams that go up against each other that kind of know each other that just enables to make it so mucky? Um, I mean, it's guys that you see at least once a year. And, mm-hmm. you know, like the older you get, obviously, the more you see them. But um, I, I think it's a pride thing. I think the, that uh, everyone um, that plays in the Big Ten has the perception that we're the toughest, we're the toughest league and you know, we, we, most of the time we got the most teams going to the NCAA tournament out of all the conferences. Um, so I, I think it's a pride thing just going out and, and being able to show these guys that, Hey, we're, we're going to be you because we're tougher than you. And um, if you win the big 10, it's a really special thing. And I think all the fan bases come out, um, especially when conference play starts up just because they, they like to see, you know, these, these rivalries, whether it be, you know, across a couple of states or whatever, but, you know, it's just, it's, it's fun to, to go see your guys compete. And, um, you know, it's, it's just, I, I think it's the best conference in the country, but um, I'm obviously a little biased and people would, people would think differently, but uh, I, I think the fans just come out when conference play starts. Gotcha. Well, this is Ryan Klein. I appreciate you uh, hopping on with us. Uh, anything else that uh, you want the people to know about you? Nothing in particular. I'm excited to watch the boys the rest of the year. It's been fun, and um, I'm going to enjoy this ride all the way up until another Big Ten championship.
Thank you, Rod. Thank you for listening. I'm Casey Bartley. This has been your Boiler Upload Podcast. Remember to check out everywhere. It's Spotify, Apple Podcast, YouTube. And go check us out at Boiler Upload as we keep you updated on all the portal news and every basketball game and all you could want from the season.